We're going to talk to Kristen Kenny momentarily with a little Jazz Insider Report brought to you by our friends at Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at getdivvy.com. With that, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off a redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, she does sidelines and locker rooms for AT&T Sportsnet. She's our good friend, Kristen Kenny. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm enjoying this nice Phoenix sun, I'll tell you that. Well, it is sunny just, here. Just hang, just hang up on her right now. We don't want to do <laughs> I know, this. right? Rubbing it in, rubbing it in. <laughs> it's a little chilly here today, Kristen. A little chilly. Still sunny, it's but a little 40. cheesy. It's yeah. not a little chilly. It's 40. It's cold, says the oh, Southern Yeah, California I mean, when we, when we left, it was snowing and then landed here and it's full sun. But, you know, I'm a fan of the snow, so... Well, Kristen, give us, that. You, uh, give us your first impressions. Uh, three games in now, what are you seeing? You know, I think uh, it's still so early, but I think what stands out to me is Jazz defense. And, you know, we look at preseason and um, look at the struggles we had defensively then, but it's preseason, so it's hard to even take that into consideration and and validate that entirely. But you look at what we've done over the last three games and consistently we've been solid on defense. So I think that's showing progress. And also what's really interesting to me is that it shows that the new guys have really bought in uh, to the defensive identity of this team. I was talking to Rudy Gobert today just right after shoot-around, and I asked him, you know, what's the key to that? How do you get guys to buy in to defense, to really believe it, to to take pride in it? And he said, you know, that's the hardest thing, but it helps when you have the guys like we have. Um, and it's hard to do for many teams, but that's what makes us so good, that these guys actually care and take pride in the defense of the team. So I really think that, that that's the biggest thing that stood out to me. Um, and, of course, like, Bogey is just incredible after that last game. I mean, how fun was that? Kristen Kenny with us of AT&T Sportsnet here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So, do you think the defense is going to end up being top three, top five, top ten? How do you think it's going to stack up when all is said and done and teams have, you know, opponents have had a chance to pick this group apart and Quinn's had a chance to tighten the act up a little bit here? Yeah, it's hard to say this this far in, but I can, or this, uh, you know, just three games in, but according to Rudy, if we want to win, defense needs to be the top, needs to be the top priority, needs to be the best. So I like hearing from Rudy Gobert, who is our defensive anchor, and that statement, because that's going to, from top to down, from Coach Quinn Snyder when it starts there, from Rudy Gobert, who's the defensive anchor and and leader on defense, you know, I think it's going to, they're always going to hold themselves to a higher standard on defense. Same with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that's what he talks about. He talks about uh, Coach Quinn Snyder the other night, you know, about instead of his offense, talked more about his defense on Buddy Heald. So those are the things that I think – you know, are, are going to resonate and continue to be trends throughout the rest of the season. So I would expect our defense to be top for sure. Whether it's one, I don't know. Whether it's two, but definitely they're not going to be content without being the best defensively, in my opinion. Yeah, Kristen, you were covering obviously the locker rooms the other night. Was there a sense of I don't know, maybe lack of a better word, relief coming from Mike Conley that he he really had a nice outing on Saturday? Yeah, you guys were in there. I mean, you've you've um, talked to him, too, a little bit, and we can tell that he was really frustrated, especially in L.A. after that game. He said he, he, said he felt just like quicksand. You could really sense his frustration and then the relief for sure in the locker room and from his teammates, too. 
so I think th- this is the thing I keep stressing about Mike Conley. When I sat down and talked with him, you know, he's been in, in um, the league for this is his 13th year, 12 years with one team, one system. So when you switch over to a whole new system, he's challenged in a way he never was challenged before because Coach Quinn Snyder, we know he's so detail-oriented, but he also forces guys to see different um, options. So, for example, uh, Mike Conley was telling me that before looking at film, he would see one or two options. Now when he sits down looking at film with Quinn, he's able to see three, four, five options that he never knew he could see before um, when he considered himself a complete player, a complete player in the NBA, like most would consider. So I think that he's just being challenged in a new way. And there's a lot and a lot of moving pieces. So it's just going to take time for him to really get in his groove. But I I definitely a relief. I mean, when the ball goes in a little bit, that helps a lot, right? So Donovan Mitchell's shooting percentages are off the charts. And for everybody who wanted more efficiency, they're getting it. Do you think that's because Donovan's gotten better? Or do you think that's because the game is easier because Donovan's teammates are respected by the opposing defense and the floor's open and it's just easier for him to get good looks now? Um, I think it's a little bit of a combination. I think when you have as many weapons as we have, obviously guys are going to be having more looks. Um, But I do think in in talking with Donovan, we know how good he is, and we know how determined after last season he was to come out and really take his game to the next level. And you're seeing that. So you're seeing him do incredible things. You're seeing him, um, his patience, getting to the line more. And so I think he's becoming a more mature, more poised point guard and I think he's just going to continue to get better especially because like you said the pieces that he has around him now where he can really have more um, opportunity and and to do a variety of things because he's going to have those open looks we have so many weapons it's like pick your poison you know what do you think about Ricky Rubio going up against his old team tonight oh it's going to be I don't know if I'm ready for it guys are you ready for it it's a little sad but Uh, uh, I I miss no, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Meow. Well, I just <laughs> meow, meow. Um, I always, you know, you get close to these guys, and it's great to see. And that's the best thing about uh, the NBA now is getting to see Derek Favors and now Ricky. Um, and hey, how about Jay Crowder last night with that shot? So, and all of our teammates, you see our guys supporting each other. So, I guess I love that. Um, but yeah, it's like bittersweet to to see Ricky and a different uniform. I guess um, I, I love Ricky Rubio. I, I love I loved what he brought to the Jazz. He's a selfless guy, um, and wish him all the best. And I think Phoenix is a great place for him. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does tonight and coming off that injury. And but I think this is a great fit for him. And the guys are really looking forward to just. It's fun to play against each other. He had fun in the World Cup, Cup action. Um, so I think it's bittersweet, but it's going to be fun. I'm just not used to seeing him out of a Jazz uniform, you know? Are the Jazz going to leave him open and dare him slash force him to shoot three-pointers tonight? <laughs> That's a good question. I think the Jazz, you know, <laughs> um, we, you know, we learned a little bit last year. Too. Ricky's good, man. Ricky's solid. He's that playmaker. I think he's going to be a really good – I think he's going to take that playmaking to the next level with this group. So, um, you know, I think – Booker's your guy. You got to keep eyes on Booker, right? Um, but Jazz defense, we're solid. If we're going to just leave him open, I don't know about that. You got to show some love and respect to Ricky, right? 
What do you no. guys think? No, I think they could be playing a step to a step and a half off him at all times. Well, right? if you hit shots on that, great. But you're not. We're not going to let you drive by us. Not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, again, it's a lot of teams probably. Are, I mean, that's what a lot of teams how they play Ricky. So, um, but still, he's crafty. His playmaking ability is is top notch. Well, Kristen, uh, it'll certainly be fun to watch tonight. We'll be uh, catching it on AT&T Sportsnet, and we appreciate it when you have a moment to drop by. Thanks. Yeah, that was fun, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Kristen. Kristen Kinney of AT&T Sportsnet. To your point, DJ, and I think you're right on the money, I think that's exactly how the Jazz will guard Ricky. Did you see that clip going around about Jamal Murray mocking Ricky Rubio with the ball? Where he's standing probably ten feet from him as he brings it up, and he he's doing the shooting motion, essentially <laughs> try, try saying, "Hey, head. shoot Go it. ahead, I'll give it to you." Yeah, exactly. And it's it's like on the playground. I'll give you that, Austin. Have you seen that clip going around? Yeah, it's out there, DJ. But uh, you know, disrespectful. Uh, but I think I a- see a lot of video on Twitter. You see a lot of video. I don't see, but see, you catch me up during the break. We were talking about uh, some video. I see segment, and you brought me up to date. Now I you're going to bring me up to date again on this one. Is. Yes, mm-hmm. but you know, Phoenix needed somebody who can have that that calming force. I think you brought that up earlier, and I think Ricky can do that. But I mean, you have to play the Jazz totally differently with Mike Conley at point guard as uh, as opposed to Ricky Rubio. It's just how it works. He just doesn't have that gravity that draws a defender to go over screens, and it's a big problem for what the Jazz want to do. And whatever the reason, King, uh, Kings being a subpar opponent uh, or not DJ, it seemed like they were letting the Kings pick their poison, and they decided not to guard Boyan Bogdanovich, who had 13 open shots. 13! A guy that good at shooting should never have 13 open shots. That's crazy. But they, that's what they decided. That's how they decided to guard the Jazz. Sag the big, take Rudy out of it, and leave Bojan open in the corner. Pick your poison we were talking about with that five-man group. And I, I think it'll be interesting to watch Royce play. There really will be five out of, that any, out of those six guys. Any five will generate that pick your poison thought. It's not just the lineup with those five together. No, I totally agree. And your boy Joe, you know, same thing. When he gets in there, he's going to get a lot more open looks. And if they decide to take Joe out of it, then somebody else is going to get that look. Which and might be why Donovan Mitchell is shooting 50% from three and 58% from the floor and you 92 think? from the line. <laughs> you think? That's, that's, that's how We're not that... leaving anyone open. Everybody stay in front of your guy. And like Donovan's like, okay, all right. It's not one on two or one on three anymore. But that's where the enthusiasm comes from. And again, the Kings are, are not terrific. I'm with you. But we actually saw it on Saturday. Now it'll be harder to do against some teams than the other. In fact, the Clippers, how they decide to attack the Clippers on Wednesday is going to be fascinating because the Clippers are so good defensively on the perimeter. It's going to be really difficult against a team like that. The Suns tonight, I bet we see a good night offensively for the Jazz attacking Phoenix. It's going to be interesting. Well, two things about this week. One, Phoenix through three games, disclaimer, but they look way better than anyone expected. Fact, yeah. Mm-hmm. Denver OT for three and zero. Literally, just so close. One more possession, they could have had it. A stop, a bucket, whatever. They could be three and zero right now. But the Clippers twice at the end of this Wednesday, and then again next Sunday. So we'll know a lot more in a week. And I still think the Ron Boone, hey, check back January first, be twenty five thirty games in. Let teams start getting the second look. 
We'll have a better read then. I get it, but you, um, I thought, had a terrific take last week at the beginning uh, of the season. If you look at uh, the Jazz compared to last year, this is where they can make up games. Oh, yeah. 12 if, and 8 in the first 20, I think. 12 and 8 in the next 20. The per 31 and 10 down the stretch doesn't seem like a reach at all. By then, the teams that are lottery teams will know they'll take the foot off the gas. They'll start shutting guys down. I expect there have been so many big second halves with Quinn Snyder coaching this team. Not just the three playoff teams, but the year before that, they yep. had a big second yep. half too. So the thought that they could, they could win 75% of their games in the last 41, not surprising. But there isn't that much room to upgrade there. If you're going to upgrade, you have to do it in the first half of the season. Well, I think that's why a win over Sacramento is important, and Oklahoma City for that matter, although they're not as bad as I think a lot of people think, at least yeah, not at the, the beginning wins, of the year. The wins all the better. Uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, you can swallow a, a loss to the Lakers, but if you lose to the Kings. I mean, like last year, uh, they lost by 50 to the Mavericks. And you look at it, you go, all right, well, that's – you can't I, – I realize that that's in Dallas, but that's not a game you can lose like that. Sometimes I, mean, they, I see those games, though, and that's like Cal – because Cal hadn't given up more than 24 points all year, and they gave up 28 in the first half. But at some point, the defense is looking at the offense going, you, you guys really aren't going to do anything, are you? I mean, you're, really, you're, you're literally going to do nothing. <laughs> so, so around, you know, 21. Right. If Gordon were here to say, you know, your, your dauber gets down. Mm-hmm. Dauber's the kind of word Gordon He likes. does love the he word dauber. dauber. In fact, that word in specific he that, loves. Yeah, yeah, Cal's dauber was down after that third touchdown. Have you heard, by the way, have you heard Monson, or, uh, Austin's Monson impression? Yes, I have, and it's creepy. He, he like, who's creepy? Yeah. What creepy? I've heard you do Chester Shadows. Really? Have you done Chester? I don't know if I Might have been in the hallway, not on the air. Oh, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there, Deej. Let's huh? leave that right in the hallway. Right you where it's at. See this? He see this? When would you? You see this microphone oh. and the red light, and oh, that's... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, hey, it was first off, it was good. It was just creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, Gordon gets in creepy mode, and you're impersonating creepy mode, and you got it right. The other one but he likes to say is, uh, uh, where's the, the slip between the, the lips and the cup? <laughs> no, betwixt. Sorry. Betwixt. betwixt. The, slip yeah. of the, lip betwi- the slip between the lip and the, I can't even do it. But, but, What's betwixt? Between. It's what was betwixt. it, 1821? Yeah. Yes, it is. It is, in Gordon's mind. Gordon's singing back to when he was in his early 40s. A slip and, uh, betwixt the lip and the cup. He does like there that. There was one. some slippage, Jake. <laughs> All right, coming up right around the corner. Some slippage, DJ. Uh, we'll talk to you, yeah, Chris you know Maddox. Is if you grow up, if you grow up around older relatives, if you grow up grandparents or great aunts and uncles, then you really get that stuff. You literally know expressions that are hundred years old. Oh, I've I've taken expressions from my grandparents. Yeah, right? Forever. So, yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. We want to uh, remind you about our friends at Syringa. Uh, if you're a Verizon or XO customer, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks, Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call today, 385-420-8221. That number again, 385-420-8221. Syringa Networks. Chris Mannix joins the show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.